This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No rest! We can discuss, give me your truths, it never fails. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Rell, and you're listening to Keeping It Real With Young Wayne. That's right. Uh, this episode... This episode is gonna be a little personal, but also, um, hopefully, I don't know, informative and enlightening. So me and Wayne even talk, so he don't even know this. I was about to say, what are we talking about today? So, um, you know, we've heard about a lot of the LA uh, home evasions and the robins and all that stuff, right? It's been mm-hmm. going on here for a while. So on Monday, I wake up to I woke up early too, which is crazy. I woke up I went to bed early, woke up, worked out, was on 10, on the phone with uh, Danella. We, you know, we like to pray in the morning and I was just telling how powerful I felt and just like I just I just felt powerful. I woke up and just felt powerful. And I was I was ready to get the day started and it was gonna be great. And I remember like thinking like, oh man, I didn't get no car wash. I need to wipe my car down because I don't like my car being dirty in my truck, any of my cars. So it's like I need to wipe it down. And so you know, I'm on the phone with Danella. I go outside, and I'm looking through the back window of the truck or the driver's side. And I'm like, nah. I go on the other side. My glass is broken out of it. Wow. Now it's in my gate. This ain't like I parked it on the street. This is in the property. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I'm automatically looking. I'm like, dang, they ain't go through the glove compartment. They ain't do that. You know, open the trunk. They took the Louis bag I had that was in the trunk. But I can't always leave it in there because it's my work bag. I always leave it in the trunk. And that's it. I had, like, hats in there, shoes, stuff I brought from, you know, we do this, like, extra clothes. Like, they didn't take any of that stuff. Just the book bag. Hmm. And, you know... Kind of in shock at first. And, you know, I go in the crib. You know, I tell Danella what happened. I'm, like, just trying to, like, figure it out. Um, you know, hit my assistant up. Like, yo, you know, let production know I'm running late because somebody broke in my car or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, how would they know that book bag was in? It was just a lot of questions I had. Like, why would, how did they know that shit? Blah, 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 all that stuff. And so, like, you know, kind of, you know, I called my lawyer, you know, shout out to Dante Mills. He hit me up, kind of tell me how to do some, do the things, do everything or whatever. And, um, you know, a few hours later, I go to work. But I'm a little shook, right? And the reason mm-hmm. why I am, because I'm like, damn, they broke in my truck in the property. Mm-hmm. Like, once you come in my gate, it's like, damn, my nigga, you basically in my house. Right. It's a space. It's it's my space. And mm-hmm. so, like, I was a little nervous. You know, I was at work, and I was trying to get my head together and get right. And uh, the next day, I, you know, well, right away, I hired 24-hour security, armed guard. So right now, they's there. Like, they've been there since last Monday. 
Wow. 24 hours, I have an armed guard there because I'm like, I don't trust what this is. And I'm from Chicago, so, you know, I'm already thinking, like, I'm playing it. Look, I, first of all, I had my car bro- cars broken into before, right? When mm-hmm. I was in Atlanta, I had like a, I was driving this Charger, which is a fucking dope dealer car, which you should never <laughs> drive in Atlanta. <laughs> and they broke into it when I was in Hooters and shit. <laughs> but they didn't even take my bag and stuff. They rummaged through the glove compartment looking for guns and money because it's a dope dealer car. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. This shit, they didn't go through the glove, the glove box. It was untouched. Even the little middle, none of that shit was touched. Just the book bag. So the next day, I I, the, I have to, to pick the truck up, take it to to get it, the window fixed and all that stuff. And um, I get to set, and Shantae's like, "Yo, uh, you know, I got a car guy who like wrapped my car and you know fix my rims and stuff like that, and they they fixing the window." And he's like, "No, nah, somebody shot through that shit. Shot, shot it." On the other side, the other window, and I even noticed it, it was a bullet hole in there. And I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, it had to be like a silencer. Because he's like, they shot it, and you could tell they probably waited before they went into the car. They took their time with that shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. And it was from a distance. It wasn't like, uh, like close to the window. They shot it from a distance. Now, I was already like, damn, was I targeted? But I'm like, oh, shit, I really was targeted. And that's when I realized they weren't trying to break in my fucking car. They was trying to get in my house. They was either hoping for that garage door opening to be there, which on my nigga shit, I always take them shits out. I never mm. leave it in the car because it's easy access to your crib. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, you know, or they was waiting on me if I, if I did hear it. That's why they took their time for me to come out the house. That's how home evasions work. People don't realize it's not them like kicking down your door. They silently get in that motherfucker. And so like, you know, it it was just, my brain, it was just mind blowing. Well, I'm like, yo, that's, you know, not saying this shit ain't real, which I'm glad I reacted right away. I didn't like, cause I could have just told they broke in my car. I just get the window fixed. No, I'm like, I need 24-hour armed guard motherfucker at my house. And then I think about, damn, what if the kids was here and shit? And so, like, right away, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here, which I'm leaving. I'm not staying there. Mm -hmm. And, but it's just the fact that I stay around all these white people because I walk the neighborhood and nobody's shit was broken into. Right. Nobody. Mm. Which means, oh shit, I was actually targeted. targeted. Yeah. And, you know, I, and it's just interesting. This is what this episode is going to be about with me telling this story. It's a couple of things. One of the things is sometimes I think it's unfair as a, not as a, just as a black artist, but as a successful black person, that we have to be so fucking careful how we move. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like nah, it's nah. like white superstars who can go get coffee right now, and nobody will fuck. Billy, way, way more money than us, mm-hmm. and nobody will fuck with them. I feel like we always kind of like we attack our own, and I don't know why that that's that's so fuck. It's just a thing. Yeah, I was gonna say why, but I mean, it's so it's it's. But why are you so comfortable fucking with me and like you? 
You got a whole neighborhood full of motherfuckers. And just me? Which is like, all right, reality, you got to make sure, you know, it's, and it's, as much as I fight a lot of things, it's like, damn, there's certain things I can't do no more. Yeah. It is certain because you don't know who have eyes on you and shit. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I like going to my regular spots, but every time I've been to something that's not my regular shit, some weird shit happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all where like the crowd is too young. And I went out, I went to a date thing that Sunday. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. And I'm not tying this into that. I'm just keeping it real. And I don't know, I felt celebratory, so I bought myself a bottle. Uh, uh, Don Perignon. You went by yourself? Been by myself. Because I know the girls that work there. You know what I'm saying? I've been before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I had a little section by myself because I was watching the game. They had a big screen. I'm just watching basketball, literally sipping on the champagne like Nino Brown. <laughs> but the stupid, and I remember thinking this. It's so funny. Like maybe like an hour into that, and I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Cause I started looking around like at the you know other niggas in there. I'm like, why why am why am I in here? Mm-hmm. What the fuck you doing here, real? <laughs> I mean, you just never know who got eyes on you. And I'm not saying it happened from there, but it just made me be like, cause I was thinking that anyway. That's why like when I tell you I woke up that morning, I felt different. Even the dream I had was just like, yo, this is all about like upgrading my life. And then I walk out there and a motherfucker and broke in my shit. Was like, yo, I gotta get the fuck, not just from over, just, I just gotta, like, it's just shit I gotta stop yeah, doing. You gotta move way different. I mean, so, I think. So here we go. Yeah, go ahead. Recently, John Morant just got suspended, right? Just got it, brand new. Young man grew up both parents, right? Uh, played, all he was about bad. I remember watching his story doing a March of Madness. It was such a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. But now that he's in the NBA, he doing the most hood shit now. Even though he went to college, hmm. he did all the right shit. Hmm. But now that he's in the league, you at a strip club going live with a gun. Now, now you suspect, like, fam, what are you doing? Or talking tough to people or riding up on, like, what are you doing? My point of saying that is, you know, and I, I think it's, it's a couple things. Like, I know I'm guilty of this shit too where like as much as I look up to my uncle and my dad and the black man in my family you still always look up to the street nigga like the the first rich guy to me that I saw was a dope dealer mm-hmm. like the person I saw knowing how to be a rich black person was a drug dealer that's that's what I saw I'm talking about like that's what I saw right so we all tend to kind of like when we start getting a little bread that's the way we fucking move. And it's like, it's been generations of this shit, man. Like, it ain't like this is just new. Like, everybody does it. We've been doing this shit a long time. Right. And I'm like, damn, do that mean we don't have enough people coming back to the community that are wealthy? Showing how that looks? Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. Right, is that still not the cool thing? But at the same time, I hate that, like, with my success, I got to walk on pins and needles just in case niggas want to rob me. Even if I'm not stunting on them. Because I'm not stunting nobody. 
You start no I mean you don't mean to, right? Nobody can your, mean to do anything. Your success, success is, is your stunning. Success. You're stunning on people, right? It it and it's, you don't mean it. That's just who you are. But then you're you're so you, they seem like you're accessible. Like you're going to places where these people aren't. Well, every but think about this. This is what my point of saying is it because I've had this conversation. I, I because we only have to get advice to each other. What's the nigga that play Iron Man? Uh, April, who play Iron Man? Um, Iron. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. could walk up and down this motherfucker. And nobody won't fuck with him. Like, why you think it's so many? If you look at most paparazzi pictures, most white stars are just doing regular shit. If you see our shit, it's at least got four or five niggas with us. Because <laughs> we have to move like that. That's crazy to me, though. It's like, why the, what the fuck is the difference? Like, why, like, you know, and I was watching the 1619 Project, and it made me think about a lot of this, too, was it's like, I hate the fact that as black people, a lot of us have subscribed to the hood famous shit. I, I hate we did. I don't, I don't blame hip-hop for it, because, shit, it's really what the government did in the 80s that had us buy into this shit, the crack era. The crack era kicked all this shit off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... We lost we lost our families due to drugs. Not even just that. It just it created this new. It created a, a, a like. It created a flashy way, a different type of flashy way we had to be. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I think it all worked against. We it worked for and against. It worked both ways. It didn't necessarily. It's, it's not working for us as well, much as we think it is. And not as much as we think, but for some for the people that got successful, they feel like that worked for them, right? But it also worked because we broke families up, man. We lost. We lost people from from selling. We lost people from using. We lost a lot of things. What's well, deeper than that? Wayne. Of course, That's it is. Thing, Everything. But I'm deeper. saying, like, if we fast forward to like the images, right? We think about the way hip, like, like when Dookie ropes, all this shit, all that shit started around that time. Mm-hmm. Right, and once again, we we started equating success into how the dope dealer look, mm-hmm. and and did shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I definitely and know it's, what you're it's, saying. It's literally something that has never left since then, which is why you'll see an athlete like John Morant just doing too much. Yeah. Now you know, it's a one of the movies I've made do. It's it's I don't know if I could talk about it, but. You know, the character I play is an older character that looks out for these boxers or whatever. And one thing I love about, like, Ali and those guys back in the day, they surrounded themselves with mature people. Mm-hmm. Like, they were older than them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had motherfuckers, like, you know, we, I think one day we were talking about, like, the baby and st- stuff like that, one of our episodes, past episodes. And it's like, they're all, like, young people around each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like with me, and I had to I had to really think about this. I'm like, real, you didn't even grow up like that though. <laughs> even though I looked up to them niggas in on the block, <laughs> I, my my dad was I, my dad should have been who I just looked up to. Hard working man, he was there every fucking day. He did all the, the he did everything a dad should do. But my mindset, just because of the area, I mean, I looked up to the nigga. They had to go BBSs in the fucking big ass shade. Even though I had this this grown ass dope ass man, mm-hmm. 
doing everything he needed to do for his family. But you because were, we're told not to be impressed by that shit. You so you were impressed and you were impressed by it, right? But you wouldn't you wouldn't go out there and do what he would do to get that. You ain't got it, see. But that's what I'm saying. See, I hope you. I, I think that as long as I'm talking to you too, because you're a young guy. <laughs> it's being impressionable, fam. Mm-hmm. It ain't that I wanted. To, I'm not gonna do that. Right. Then it goes back to when we see these athletes who get millions of dollars and then decide they want to be street niggas. You yeah. went to every basketball practice. You went straight home after school. You did all that shit. Mm. Now that you are, you have like, and we've seen it. You know, being from Chicago, mm. I've seen like Bears players like just acting like, "Why are you trying to act like you that? Ain't that ain't what it is." You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that's what I do. No. I just know that's a part of how I move. And I didn't, you know, the more I thought about it, like, damn, why the fuck am I doing that? Like, I'm in a place now. I analyze everything. Because I just want to understand. Mm. I want to stay in my own psyche so I can change that shit. And just look at what's going on with John Morant. It's like, damn, that shit just what it is. They're like, brother, you are a multimillionaire. Hmm. In the, it's people that will die to be in the NBA. You're one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. All-star starter, man. All-star Ni- starter. New Nike deal. And you at a strip club with your shirt off with a gun on Instagram Live. With all, with all the stories that's already circulating about you. What the fuck is wrong with you? I couldn't believe it. I thought it was. I didn't even know if it was real. But that right there says he is suspended at least two games. Wow. That breaks my heart. Because, you know, and it's so interesting, right? The difference between this and Kyrie Irving just wanted some information. Sure. <laughs> About his background, where he come from. Mm-hmm. And he gets all the flack. He got the other NBA players saying shit. <laughs> this nigga is a cry for help. Yeah. So now we're, we're in it, right? We, we, can, we can see what's next. Or maybe he comes out and says he has some growing up to do. He grows up and becomes the great John yeah, Morant. Yeah, yeah, but, but, we, but I, I want all of us to be alert about this, man. Because we've lost rappers, young people. You yeah. know, people got to stop playing with L.A. like that. Man, L.A. I'm from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I think gang, no, 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 no. L.A. on some, there's some whole other shit. Yeah. You come out here and think it's sweet, man, because we don't, you we can't from come Chicago, out here thinking it's sweet. That's what, I, it happened. You know, you come out here thinking it's sweet. It's L.A. is sunny, it's girls, I, I this, that, third. I ain't never thought that. You never thought that? That is why I have armed security at the house that day. Because I was like, fuck well, that. yeah. No, it's, I'm serious. Yeah. The, you re, the way you react to things. Like, I could have reacted like, oh, they just broke in my car. Mm, man. Uh, first of all, I'm not a dumb, you know, shit. Nigga, I'm from the west side of Chicago. Like, you, I'm analyzing that shit on every way I can think of. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, this ain't just no, just breaking and steal my book bag shit. You know, so it, you just, you can't come out here thinking it's sweet. It's people that have little things like that happen to them, and they'll just keep it moving. Mm. No. No. No, sir. You show me that, oh, okay, this is what the fuck it is? I cannot believe that, man. It's. I mean, I'm just, and then we ain't talk about it, and we talking about it right here on the cameras. That's that's tough for me. Cause, you know, I'm used to being there with you and making sure you good, and, like, to hear this right now, it's crazy. Dude, while I'm asleep? Yeah. I, no. In the house? No, nah, man. And it was one of those things, April knows, like, weirdly enough, I've always worried about that type of shit. 
But I've been gone, like, I've been gone so long, I didn't, like, this is the most consecutive I've been home in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. We talked about this when you moved into that spot, too. It was kind of like, I remember, like, uh, a real estate. Uh, uh, a king, yeah. Yeah, king, yeah. He was like, mm, I don't really know about this one, like, because he, he felt like the gate was too low. Mm-hmm. But then I was there, think about it, I left them cars out there for months at a time. Oh, yeah. Which is why I knew this was not no just br- like you know when a crackhead break your shit. It's like it'll be shit all over the place. It took the hat would have been on the ground because nigga was running and shit, blood from the glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very professionally done. Hmm. Can I ask you? Uh, Go ahead. Why do you think they were black though? I don't think they were black. It's funny you say that. I just so you kind of implied it when you said. I did imply that, but but let me let me. I I go both ways with this. Most of the footage I've seen and stuff, especially after talking to you know, it, it has been the gangs that's been doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's just me with inside information. So that's what I say because based off what was told to me, <laughs> we believe me. I thought it could have been some white people. But then, like, it is literally, you know, right now what they're not doing is, it's not a bunch of stories about it like it was, but it's still happening aggressively, right? They got FBI agents out here now, like, that you can talk to and explain to you all this shit. And one of the things they said is that they just telling you who it is kind of specifically doing that shit. Wow, but yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't know if it's just. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to our people. But I, I just do know from even personal experience that's who's broken in shit. Especially when I was in Atlanta and that. Like, that when I was out there shooting movies when they broke in that car. I literally say Hooters eating some Hooters. Hmm. Come out the back window while the little crackhead dudes like, man, them young boys did it. Like shut your ass up. Because hmm. he was trying to get. It was somebody car next to me full of stuff. They had like they had like book bags in there. I like that's why I parked right there. I'm like, look, if they gonna break in somebody's shit, it's gonna be their shit because they got all this shit in here. <laughs> yeah. That's because you was in that charger. I was in that fucking dumbass, dope dealing ass charger, and I was riding that bitch for a minute. Mm. Which everybody's like, man, you gotta be careful with that car. And I like the way it sounded in the sound. This <laughs> guy, dumb. Can I get away? I was going, you know, I go to the hood spots. They're like, they ain't breaking the shit there. They're going to break it at their Hooters? Yeah, Hooters. But that Hooters location is kind of sketchy over there in Atlanta. A little bit, but it's downtown. That's what, that, that's what that's we think. To, but when you walk around that shit, that's just like the, like they hired them people to walk around there. Like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it's like the wire meets thriller around that bitch. Hilarious. Atlanta's a good <laughs> But yeah, I, I really think I hope I think that um, I think we just should be careful out here. But like at the same time, it's unfortunate. I feel like even if I live in Chicago, I had to have my shit up. Mm-hmm. Like why? Well, I, I just feel like being black and successful, like especially with type of me. I like, and I'm who I am. Like I like I like certain things. I like to do things. But then I look at Jay Jay Z's a great example of you like it, even his, him and his whole crew of like you could see that they how they shifted from what they were doing then to now. Mm-hmm. 
even where they go out to eat at. Like, even if you meet them niggas for brunch, it's like some classy, classy shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, they probably was going to fucking BBQs back in the day. They like, oh, fuck that. We're going to get some some caviar. Nigga, you're going to come to the caviar spot, bro. Who you with? Right. That's for I mean, real. That means but, to... but you got to grow into that. Yeah. Because a lot of us are first generation all this shit. That's what I was going to ask, too. Do you think it, it kind of bothers you a little bit more because, you know, it's not like the things that you have were handed to you. You work for them, you know, and it's like you work for this and then somebody's trying to take it. Does it it's heartbreaking. It it's heartbreaking. You just want to grab whoever did it and be like, hey, man, like, what? I'm, I just got this shit. <laughs> I work my ass off for this. I don't. Like, why y'all don't get the loan money, motherfuckers? That's that's why I get upset. I'm not saying get anybody. Right, right, right. But, but why? Zimmerman's of the world. I, Nigga. <laughs> y'all got all these resources to do all this crazy shit, and you'd rather do it to your own... Once again, I don't know who did it. Man. Yeah, I don't know if there's any answer to it, man. We know it's not. It's a rhetorical question, but it is, it's heartbreaking, like you say, because you, you, you want it. You're... Not saying you're accessible, but you want to do the things you like to do, and people can get to you and talk talk to you and do whatever. And if you can help, you'll help somebody before you. you just, man, this this is this is crazy. I mean, unfortunately, once again, these crimes are like we usually do them to each other, mm-hmm. honestly. And it's just it's just weird, man. And it was it was just heartbreaking. But then you know I had to bump everything up, and I get it. It's like okay, now I got to extra upgrade my life. Absolutely. And live like this and do it this way. And then like, you like it ain't even worth it. It ain't worth like that type of shit. It ain't that you know what I mean? But it was it's, it's heartbreaking, especially if you work so hard. like I'm from the you know from the mud, bro. The mud. The mud. I mean, it was mud. Everything I've gotten that started with stand up to the, like that's been crazy hard work. Crazy days. <laughs> crazy nights. Crazy, crazy nights. Sacrifices. <laughs> Man, bro. And you on your way to set. <laughs> and a motherfucker that came on your property and broke your shit. And they didn't do shit to nobody else's shit. Yeah, straight target, man. Targeted. Found out everything. Yeah, you, you got to move around for sure. I know. I know you're doing that. But it's not out of fear neither, though, right? Which is another scary thing, right? Me and my brother are talking about this. Like, come on, girls. Like, you calm about this, but it's like it's you know it's weird. I panic about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Shit like this doesn't make me panic because I've, I I kind of always think shit like that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I'm always like, all right, what's the next fucking move? Mm-hmm. Pivot. Right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I talked to you that day. Yeah. Yeah. You were just like, all right, Nicole, let me sit. I'm like, uh. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think you went to set. I was like, you went to set? I had to. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So you worked too hard to get to this, to get to set. Yeah, these motherfuckers ain't finna, like, fuck my shit up. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's, that's how I am. You can't, can't mess with me. You can't say we just got to pivot through, but. But it makes you think about a lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I was about to say. You know, you you know. Wow. Like, what's the best way to protect me and my family? I was going to ask you, what do you change? Man. 
might not get the answers right here, but that I is. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know necessarily how I'm going to say it, but I, right. I do know, like, you just go to that mindset. Because mm-hmm. it's combined with who you are now and where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's it's unfortunate we just in this take society. Because even with the home evasions, what's weird about it is what you going to get out of that bitch? For real, for real. If you start moving the couch and you ain't you with a gun on your back, they going to call the police. Hmm. I mean, I think most of the time they're trying to get jewelry and... I ain't like I got... I might have like hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in the crib. Oh, yeah, jewelry. And, I mean, even the, like the Louis bag, they probably was happy with that. They went and got it. You know what you I'm saying? You know, niggas trying to kidnap you. You, you just got to think on some next level shit. Yeah, they didn't. They, they kidnap, they tie you up, and that's just. And that shit's scary, man. Man. It made me shit. I'm going to take me some goddamn stunt courses. <coughs> you know, those like fucking. I mean, it was, I could take all this shit because I do do all these movies, but like learn all that shit. Because that shit, like, they be doing a mission. Like Tom Cruise really learn that shit. Uh-huh. I want to learn all this shit. You come in my shit, it's gonna be like Die Hard, motherfucker. You gonna be doing a Tucker roll down the hall? Nigga, they ain't gonna expect it. John Wick ass. Hmm. Straight up, I can see it. I can't. I can see real I cannot, doing that. I can, I can see him real coming down the stairs, rolling down that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. I promise you that. Nah, I ain't lying about that. For some shit. reason, I can see it. Real, I like, can see real. Slide I mean, across the floor. But I was, I'm on the training, nigga. <laughs> you gonna do it in the Burberry hat? Absolutely. Wait till, wait till I move into the to the new place. <laughs> you gotta get them glasses first, though. Wait till I move in the new place. It's space for it too. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna be in that bitch training, nigga. Mm-hmm. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I, I am not lying. No. I am not lying. You already seen your spot. You already... Because it's, it, yeah. Okay. I, I when I when I tell you, I'm not lying. I thought about this shit. As soon as I'm done with this next movie, I'm gonna fucking start. And I'm gonna, you know, because it's not even just about breaking them out. Like I just want to be prepared mm-hmm. for whatever the fuck happens. Man. Yeah, staying stay ready. So you don't have to staying get ready. Staying ready, man. Get ready. No, that's a real thing. You know, if you out, motherfucker, try to, man, I'm like, all right, well, I got to chop this nigga neck real quick. Oh, you want to learn all that? I want to learn all, all that. that shit. Oh, okay. I'm not I, fucking playing, okay, bro. Okay, okay. I shoot. Okay. All right. I'm learning all that shit. All that shit. All right, whoever want to book me, <laughs> one of these next action movies, nigga, I'm going to be ready. Promise you that. Hmm. Hey man, life life has ways of showing you 
You know, it's time to make a pivot, time to make a change. And I this guarantee could be you, it. nigga, you want to, if you broke it in Bruce Lee, nigga, if you break a Jackie Chan house, he going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Are you still taking your boxing class? Still got all that shit going yeah. on. So I, I want to take some UFC shit. Mm. I, I've already thought, I'm like, I want to learn all this shit. I mean, you aggressive enough to do all of it any damn way. Like, you choked Michi out back in the day. I mean, you have to learn a proper way of doing it. Hey, I'm just saying, you have it. It's already there. You just got to learn the techniques. the fuck up? This guy here, man. You go too far. (laughs) Every time. Hey, man. You got it, though, bro. But be safe out there, y'all. Be aware of your surroundings. And it's okay to graduate from shit. I think sometimes it's just it's hard to graduate from what you know. Mm-hmm. Stubbornness, man. I don't know if it's just stubbornness. It's it's comfortability. Mm-hmm. You know, so because you guys are saying something too. I don't care how successful you is. It's still people in this country that still make you feel uncomfortable doing certain things and going certain places. I mean, not too long ago I went to um. Oh, please let me remember this goddamn restaurant. I don't think it was Mastro's. It was one of those steakhouses. Maybe it was. But the motherfucker, <laughs> boy. So me and Danella get dressed up. Mm-hmm. You got the hat on. I got this hat on. That's Mastro's. Oh, that was Mastro's. I told you about that, right? Mm-hmm. Dressed up. I got my boots on. I don't have no gym shoes. Like, we we look great. I walk in there. The girl's checking me in. Black black girl. Let me say that. Checking me in. Mm-hmm. You know who I am. Making sure. Well, that's real. We got you. Take it to your table. And he was like, oh, uh, white guy came out of nowhere. Excuse me. Um, no baseball caps. I said, well, it's not a, it's not a baseball <laughs> cap. It's a Burberry hat. There's no team on it. This is just a dress hat with what I have on. I have a matching piece. I had a, like a, my trench coat. I, it ma- like, yeah. I look, uh, yeah. I'm like, no, it's not that. And I'm like, I ain't even argue with this motherfucker, right? So we about to walk out. Tiffany walks in. Tiffany Haddish. Where y'all going? He was like, nah, fuck this restaurant. I was already, I'm not going back and forth with this bitch ass nigga. Hmm. He wasn't a nigga, but dude. You know, I'm like, I'm not finna do that. I only want to spend my money in here. Let's just go to catch. I just, you know, I text my man to catch and we go to. Tiffany texts me a picture of somebody in the restaurant with an actual baseball hat on. Matter of fact, three or four of them motherfuckers. White people. And that's why he's always so, not wanting to be in those type of spots. But sometimes, even if you want to upgrade sometimes. Yeah. Always some shit. And then I'm watching these other white people walk out the restaurant with dirty gym shoes on and all that. So what the fuck is the rule for there? Oh, I know what it's for. We don't want no niggas in here. Hmm. Yeah. Like man, that's place, and then I'm not the only one with that type of story. You in Beverly Hills? Fuck that crab cake. That's why we went. Then another one with the crab cake. I said, baby, you you want the Postmates or something? Because I'm never coming back here. <laughs> and I mean that. I will never give them my money. Wow. E- ever. It ain't worth it. Cause you you gonna make me feel like that. And I went. Everybody, look at this hat. Look at this hat. And I had on like a fucking uh, dude. I was dressed the fuck up. 
And also, too, I like to wear hats publicly because it keeps me low-key. Goofy motherfucker. But then you have some other motherfuckers in there. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm out. Hey, man. Unfortunate, man. We still going through that type of stuff. Well, that's why we always kind of, we always go back where the love is at. You always said that. Because I always try to say, let's go there. He'd be like, no, nah, Wayne, come on, man. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, well. But, you know, look, it, but it's great places that do take care of me. Ain't live. Shout out to Catch and Catch Steak, mm-hmm. just a Catch franchise. They always take care of me. Me, my family, friends, whoever, they always take care of us. But these old places with, and you know what's interesting about places like Mastro's? When they first opened back up, they was letting all of us in that shit. Shorts on, whatever the fuck. Hmm. Now they back to that bullshit. <laughs> Man. Man, that shit crazy. But, you know, you got to trust the upgrade. Yep. It's- you got to trust the upgrade and be safe. But it's like, damn. I just hate, like, you know, because I feel like it is like a list of niggas. They all be like, we have these niggas. So, I don't know. I'm I'm happy to be, you know, okay and whatever, but just be careful out there, y'all. I'm like, did that mean I made it? Because these niggas, <laughs> that sound fucked up. Right. Like, nigga, I made it, y'all. They go home invasion of unsuccessful, nigga. <sighs> They be like, where's JJ from Good Times at? Oh, shit. Maybe there's some drugs in there. They might not have the, uh, the cash, but somebody had the drugs. They might run up there. Well, unfortunately, that's success to a lot of people. It means something they can gain. So, you know, man, this is this. This is, man, I, I don't even I mean, have it's scary. We, we've seen, I mean, oh. look, in the past in Chicago, who's it happened to? Eddie Curry and Eddie Curry, Antoine? Antoine Walker, yeah. And Quentin Richardson. And Quentin Richardson. Yeah. And the burbs, they ran up on they all, they all moved their own spots, but they're targets, man, because they try to go back, and you got, you know, people around you, but you didn't have people around you. It's just... Well, that's what makes Eddie interesting, too, because he... I, I was more shocked about it when it happened to him. He didn't quit. Like, Twan was kind of like... Yeah, Twan, Eddie, he was, he was life for the he was life everything. For, yeah, but the Eddie story was one of the sadder ones to me. Yeah. You know, thank God a brother's alive, but like, damn, like they did what? I mean, it's it was a party promoter in Chicago who got set up like that. To get robbed? Robbed and killed, yeah. Wow. And you're not really getting much. I I I don't get what do you really get from a robbery for real? And a murder. Man, you just never, you don't know what people, but why? Like you say, move intentionally, move people. Some people just want to take people out, which that is just sickening. And robberies, I don't know what you're getting. You know, you're getting. Well, also, let's let's stop. Let's let's really, I would like to see, and I'd be one of the ones that try my best to switch this up too. It's like, let's just, let's, let's start showing our community how to. Another way to look to live wealthy or live rich mm-hmm. without it being the way we only know. I mean, if we, you got to think about this shit. It's so many images out here of only how that's how you do it. Yeah. 
Right. Consistently. Yeah. That's, you see that? 16 rings on, 15 chains. It's consistent. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because a lot of that is rooted in, like, I don't have this, I need this, and so I'm going to take this. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily well thought out. It's just a matter of, like, survival for a lot of people. Yeah, they feel like they could never work work to get that, even though we've worked to get here, right? They like how did, how long did it take you? You know what I'm saying? I don't think they care like that. I think it's just this very weird, stunty period of time we in. Because you even think about the drug dealers now, that putting fentanyl and everything, and it's like, wait, so you don't want your customers to come back? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's all this fast pace. Hmm. Extremely, I don't have shit to lose, and I don't even think I'm gonna live that long. Shit, that people are living now. Mm-hmm. So they living for now like a motherfucker. Or maybe not even wanting to live that long. Yeah. When you realize how fucked up the world is. Yeah. When I when I I can't like I cannot relate to that. So I hear some people say that like I didn't I don't want to live that long or I I didn't think I'd make uh, it past. I can't relate to it neither. But right. you know I've all one thing I always try to do is put myself in other people's shoes so I can understand. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because it's like, you know, that, like the, the fentanyl shit is getting ridiculous. Yeah, I think like when you look at some of these like younger kids and stuff that are coming up, you know, they're living in a a totally different world than I think we did when we were, you know, teenagers in our twenties. You know, there's more access to weapons, there's more shootings. Mm-hmm. You see more stuff, even if the the amount of like say like police brutality is the same because the social media is more in your face. You know, you see stuff about climate change. Is the, is the world even going to be in existence in 20, 40, 50 years? You know, I think that they're presented with a lot of that information that we didn't necessarily have the pressures of at that age. And so they just out here making whatever choices, like living for the now, like you said. Well, I mean, Judas, once again, my exam, my son, his anxiety be up because of that. Right, it's like it's so. And he's an information guy, so it's it's like, you know, it's a lot. And then like I, I know for me, and I'm an information person, but like I'm taking in shit and I'm exp- I'm like living a lot of this stuff too. So if you read certain things and certain news stories and all this shit, I'm like, fuck, I'm a part of this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm in this industry. Oh, that can happen to me. Like, yeah, yeah. It's part of it. It's and it's kind of crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and which makes us, I guess, I think that's why a lot of people fear success, man. Biggie, what did Biggie say? More money, more problems. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, if you watch a big interview, you talk about being paranoid. I think people think that money will take your problems away. And it creates, yeah. And it don't. It creates other problems. Mm. And once again, we, we've, we haven't created consistent generational wealth within our communities. Look, once again, watch the 1619 Project. Because they talk about reparations in there, right? And 
I believe reparations would help with a lot of things. You know, because as a people, we started with nothing. Right. And then there was systems still created after they freed us to make it still about nothing. <laughs> so we just catching up now. Yeah. Yeah, it's the beginning, man. It's the, it's the beginning right now. It should be. It shouldn't be, but... Man. Gotta live for it, man. Well, let me say this, everybody. Be safe out there. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let's pray for each other, man. And, you know, make sure you watch your surroundings. Everybody. Yeah. Like, everybody. So, be and look, don't come to L.A. thinking this shit's sweet. I don't care who you is. You better tuck them 24 chains in. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you're going to go do it. You know what I mean? I'm just man, telling listen. you. Don't yeah. think it's, it's, it's not as sweet as you think it is. Oof, man. That's All right, y'all. It's another episode of Keeping It Real with Young Wayne. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.